never under overestimate your ability. Um, one thing that you could maybe overestimate your ability in is the amount of people that would buy from you that are friends or family or I'm just going to get this percentage of my town to shop with me. I'm just going to get this percentage of my followers on Facebook or whatever it might be. A lot of people take their popularity, um, for instance, or their, their um, followers on Facebook. Maybe they have a lot of followers on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it might be and they think that that will translate into sales. Starting or growing your business is hard work. But now you are listening to the Better Business Podcast with me, Steve Cook, and I'm going to try and make it a little easier on you. We on this podcast help you grow a better business with real advice from professionals. And today is no different. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Better Business Podcast. On today's episode, we are continuing our conversation of having the courage to start a business. And to be quite transparent with you, I I have never had to have the courage to start a new business. Um, the business that I am currently in was already started when I became involved. And so for reasons of not wanting to be a poser or, or whatever you want to call it, or, or talk about things that I don't have a direct, um, expertise in that I've, I've done myself. Um, I wanted to talk about maybe some of the challenges that a person might encounter on the the things that they might come into um, contact with quickly after starting a business, some of the challenges. Um, I was on a uh, article written by a company called Investopedia this morning, and they were saying that the majority of businesses fail in the first three to five years after opening. And once you get past that threshold, a lot of businesses become more stable and, and therefore are more successful. But the majority of businesses that fail, they fail quickly after opening. And they gave some reasons as to why, and I completely agree with those reasons, but I would like to expand on maybe how to prevent those things from happening. You know, just because someone points out, hey, this is a challenge and this might happen quickly after starting a business doesn't necessarily help someone from avoiding those challenges or avoiding those um, pitfalls. And so on maybe staying with the idea of that article, they gave four reasons, but I would like to pinpoint on three. And to pinpoint on those three reasons that, the, that they gave, I would like to give an analogy and use this analogy throughout the entirety of this episode. The analogy that I would like for you to maybe get in your mind is this, this idea of having buckets and these buckets fill up with water. So we have three buckets and at the top is this bucket. You might've seen this before in maybe a, a science museum or something like that, where this bucket at the very top um, is generating water. And this bucket at the top fills up with water, fills up with water. And once it reaches a certain point, maybe close to overflowing or, or, or just a little bit before it overflows the top, it tilts and tips over. And once it tilts and tips over, then it goes into bucket number two. And bucket number two then 
takes that water from bucket number one and it either overflows there immediately or it, it, it maybe takes two or three dumps of the first bucket and then it overflows into the third bucket and there on after. So we have these three buckets and this article that I was reading talked about the, the three reasons. I would like to start with reason number three. And reason number three has to do with this top bucket. This top bucket, I think, is is what most people think of when they think of business and starting out a business. They don't even think about these other two. And this this first bucket here is imagine with me that that is your P and L. That is the profit and loss of your business. So what most people do is they say, hey, they make up this idea of a. Um, a number of sales in their business and they say, Hey, I could get this much sales. The product cost me this much, which would be your cost of goods sold. And then I will have all of these expenses after that, which will leave me with profit. And once that profit gets to a certain amount, it then spills over into bucket number two. And we'll talk about that here in a minute. But Investopedia said that the number three reason why businesses fail is for a lack of marketing budget or a lack of marketing expertise. And so what I would like for you to imagine with me is this bucket number one here, the amount of sales that is generated from that bucket is a direct result of your ability to market or your ability in, in your expertise or your ability to use those dollars wisely. So what happens is, is, is marketing and expertise, that is the amount of water that is going to flow into that bucket. So what happens is if a person does not have a marketing expertise or they don't have the amount of water initially, it takes water in that bucket aka money, it takes money to get more marketing. It takes money to generate more water. Um, so that is the problem. What a lot of people do is they don't start out with expertise, meaning that they can generate water out of nothing. Um, maybe you do what's called sweat equity. Maybe you have a, a, a uncanny ability to generate sales one-on-one -on -one with, with somebody else, or, or maybe it's like a restaurant and, and you have a, um, ability to have a lot of friends or family in the town that you're starting a business. And that is your original Kickstarter, or that is what starts to begin to generate that water immediately. So what a lot of people do is they, they underestimate, or they, I guess you could say they overestimate their ability to generate that water initially. So don't ever under overestimate your ability. Um, one thing that you could maybe overestimate your ability in is the amount of people that would buy from you that are friends or family, or I'm just going to get this percentage of my town to shop with me. I'm just going to get this percentage of my followers on Facebook or whatever it might be. A lot of people take their popularity, um, for instance, or their, their um, followers on Facebook. Maybe they have a lot of followers on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it might be, and they think that that will translate into sales. They think that, you know, man, if I just get 1% of my followers, that would be a huge amount of sales. Don't overestimate your ability of generating dollars from the people that you know. You have to run a good business. It has to be a good product or it has to be a reasonably priced product or whatever it might be. So 
what a lot of people do is they overestimate that. So one thing that you could do is maybe test the waters before you do that. Do your business on the side. Do your business um, as a side gig, if you will, before you jump into it with both feet. As uh, Dave Ramsey says, try to bring the boat a little bit closer to the dock before you jump in. Um, that's one way that you could avoid this pitfall is, is to see how good you are first. And if it's going great with only spending 10 hours a week, then multiply that by four or five or six and say, man, if I spent 60 hours a week on this, I could really generate a lot more sales. So never overestimate your ability to market or the um, underestimate or don't overestimate the amount of money that you have budgeted for marketing. You might not be good at Facebook ads. You might not be good at Instagram ads to begin with. It, it takes some money. It takes some time to understand how to sell things on those platforms. That is point number three. Point number two, the second reason why people fail in their business is a lack of capital around what is called their management team. And what that means is um, Investopedia said that people underestimate the amount of money that it takes to build a team. I think that this goes back to the budget analogy, to the bucket analogy. So when we think about bucket number one, bucket number one is going to take some um, take some sales to generate water in that in that uh, bucket number one. So once you start generating some water in that bucket, then it can then spill over into another bucket. But bucket number one is only going to get bigger, the bucket get bigger, if you can build a business. If you can build a business, that is going to then do what's called build your overhead. And what happens is, is people think about building that water, they think about building that water faster and faster and faster, but what they're not thinking is that they're also building the size of that bucket. So when you're building more sales, those sales are also going to take more overhead. So point number two, they have a lack of capital around their management team. People don't think about how expensive hiring is. Hiring is very expensive. And what it takes is it takes that water. You have to have more and more sales to be able to afford more people. And then once you start affording, being able to afford more people, that makes your bucket bigger. Well, what happens is, is that takes more water to fill up that bucket before it can then spill over. So they have all this water, they have all this water, so they hire someone that makes your bucket bigger. Well, what happens is it takes more water than to fill up that bucket. You have to get more sales to be able to afford those people. One thing that I think you can do is when starting your business, one solution might be is don't think of yourself if you are going to be running the business, which the majority of businesses in the United States would be being ran by the owner. Um, so one thing you could do is maybe don't think of yourself as free labor. So what people do is they say, hey, I could do this much in sales and it would cost me this much. And so I would make this much money. What you need to do from the very get-go is imagine if you are going to replace yourself in the business 
what would that cost? So let's say you're running a small restaurant, like we used the analogy earlier. So you have a, I could do this much in sales and maybe the business is already going and you say, I'm doing uh, $200,000 in sales per year. And this is great because um, my food costs me this much, all my expenses. And then I am making about 20% of that, which means $40,000. Wow. I'm already making $40,000 as a business owner. This is great. I'm going to start hiring people. And what happens is, is you then hire somebody to maybe take your place. You hire a manager to manage the restaurant, right? Well, you go out and you start trying to find a manager and you realize that the majority of people that are managing restaurants, it's going to cost you about $45,000 a year salary to get someone to manage your restaurant. So what happens is, is you're making $40,000 a year and you're comfortable living on that budget. Now the business has been going for a little bit. You go hire somebody and you go, uh Oh, I'm not actually making any money now. That person just took my paycheck. And so what they do is they say, oh no, I can't afford a manager. So they go back to managing the business themselves. Well, what happens is, is then you can't grow the business because you are stuck in that management position for the rest of your life and you can't grow that business anymore. So here's what you can do is from the very beginning, before you start your business in the book, um, the E-Myth talks about this. The author, Michael Gerber talks about building out what your future plan would be to grow the business eventually. So let's say you want to have six restaurants. Write down on paper all of the positions that you would need to fill. Write down the, the wait staff, write down the cook, write down the restaurant manager, write down the, the district manager that would have to manage all those managers, write down the bookkeepers, the marketing personnel, the, the all the people that it would take to run the business. And for the first week of the business, for the before the business even begins, your name will be in all of the boxes on that, right? And I understand that. So your name is going to be in all of those boxes. But what you need to do is figure out how much those positions will cost all along the way. So when you have one restaurant, you have the cook, you have the wait staff, you have the manager over the top. Figure out before you start how much that person makes and pay yourself that salary. Pay yourself that, that salary before you even begin. So what that does is that says, hey, the business can make this much after we pay the manager salary, after we pay the cook, after we pay the wait staff, then now you have your profit on the bottom line. And so what that does is that puts into perspective how big does this bucket need to get before it's able to fill up with water fast enough, and then it can tip over into bucket number two. And what bucket number two is, is our final point. Investopedia says that the number one reason that people lack or people fail at business is from a lack of capital. And I think what this is, is maybe not in the restaurant analogy. Maybe this is more in the retail, what you would call like a traditional retail environment. So let's take our bucket analogy. Bucket number one is the business. Bucket number one is that profitability. And once you get to a certain amount of profitability, that bottom number, then you spill over. And what that is, is you get a certain amount of cash at the end of every day. You get a certain amount of, um, whether it's credit cards or whatever, you get a certain amount of money that goes into a bank account. Your bank account is then bucket number two. 
So what happens is, is people fill up bucket number one quickly. It spills over into their bank account. That bank account then gets filled up with water. And what should happen is a certain amount of that water has to then go back up into bucket number one. So let's take a um, clothing store for an example. Let's say that you want to open a boutique or you want to open a clothing store. You want to open something that has quite a bit of inventory. So what happens is you're building that bucket number one, you're building it up, you're building it up and, oh, wow, this is great. We're getting more and more business. So what you do is your water is filling up faster. It spills over into your bank account and then you have to what? You have to reorder inventory, which makes it go back up into bucket number one. So you dump goes back into bucket number one, dump goes back into bucket number one, and then eventually bucket number two, your bank account fills up and spills over. Oh boy, now I get money, which is bucket number three. What a lot of people get caught, where a lot of people get caught, and I think this is why Investopedia put this as the number one reason for businesses failing, is because the more water that you build, the more you build up that bucket number one, the bigger bucket number one gets, right? So what happens is, is that water, let's say that this cup is a analogy for um, bucket number one. So this cup is a, a small eight ounce cup. It's like a small little um, coffee cup here, and it spills over into bucket number two. What happens is the busier you get, the more overhead you build up, the more maybe you have to uh, uh, lease out more space in your shopping center. Maybe you are hiring more people like we just talked about. Maybe you're building and building and building. And those are all good things because what's going to happen is that make, that's making your bucket bigger, but it's also making more and more water to spill over into your bank account. So these are all good things. You're building that bucket size and it spills over. But what happens is, is as you build that business up, what you need is more inventory to satisfy that amount of sales. Let's say, let's take another, that, uh, that example that we were using the business um, of a boutique and you spill over, you're getting more and more busy and man, just one shirt on the rack of, of each size is not doing it anymore. I need three of each size because I keep running out. So what happens is you take your inventory used to be $20,000 in your entire store. And now I need about 40 or $50,000. So that bucket spills over and you order more inventory, which is more overhead. And you hired one more person. You made that bucket bigger. What happens next? That bucket is now bigger. So what happens? It takes more water to fill up that bucket. What does that mean? It takes more sales to fill up that bucket before it spills over. What happens is, is people build this bucket up bigger and bigger and bigger, which is all great. And they see this bucket getting bigger. They're like, I'm getting busier. I'm doing more in sales. This is great. This bucket gets bigger. Well, what happens? The government comes and they ask about bucket number three at the bottom. Is bucket number three full? Not necessarily. They only care about the size of bucket number one. They only care about how much you're doing in business. How much water are you generating? Well, you can't tell them, hey, I know that I'm generating a lot of water, but now I've got a huge bucket. I have a lot of sales. I had to order more inventory. They don't care. So bucket number three is what they require you to pay taxes out of. So you're generating all this sales. There's no water left at the bottom. That doesn't mean that you're not running a great business. That doesn't mean that you're not generating a lot of sales. 
that bucket might be huge. But if you don't have a certain amount of water that you're saving for bucket number three, you grew too fast. And now they're asking for their cash for you to pay taxes. And that cash is what you're using in bucket number one to fill that bucket up. So what happens is, is people can grow too fast. I never understood that to begin with when starting out a business. I didn't understand, you know, if bucket number one is doing great, I didn't understand how people don't have money. But what happens is, is you're building up your overhead. You might be hiring more people. You might be buying new equipment to be able to satisfy orders faster. You might be buying more inventory so that you don't run out as much, but you have to be careful because if that bucket grows faster than there is water going into it, then there's nothing to spill over into your bank account. And then there's nothing to still spill over from your bank account into profits, which is what you can take home at the end of the day. So be careful when you're growing your business starting out. Of course, it sounds silly to say don't grow too fast. The majority of people, I think, when reading through some of the articles about growing a business, I think the majority of people actually have a problem with generating that water. That seems to be the majority of people's problem is, is generating those sales. They overestimate their ability to generate sales, whether it's the traffic count in front of their store. They think that there's, there's hey, there's, there's 15,000 cars. If just a few of them stop by, I'll have a great business or, or whatever it might be. People underestimate or overestimate their ability to generate that water is the majority of people's problem. But a lack of capital, a lack of, of, of money can come into play at some point if you don't calculate properly how fast you are growing. So you have to be careful. And that can also be when you take on a maybe a secondary loan or maybe you take on an investor of some sort or whatever it might be. So I didn't have a lot of expertise when it came to the ways of having the courage to start a business. But I do think that these are some of the pitfalls that I've seen other people struggle with. And me personally, in our business, we have struggled with this at times of, of the, the, the taxes are due, the money is there, we're generating a lot of money, we're generating a lot of sales. But hey, by the way, it's sitting in $250,000 in inventory over here. And that the government doesn't want you to uh, pay your taxes in inventory. They want you to pay it in cash. And sometimes that cash is just not there because you're working on that bucket number one so much. That's all you're caring about. And um, that is a, such an easy pitfall because you're doing the right things, but you have to be careful when you are growing. Thank you so much for listening to this and listening to my thoughts around this subject. Hey, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Better Business Podcast with me, your host, Steve Cook. You know, starting or growing a business is hard work, so I hope that today's advice made it just a little bit easier for you. We'll be sharing more about this exact topic all this week on my social platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or if you would like to get a, a personalized blog post from me on this topic, you can join my email list and I will send you an email once a week. You can check the show notes to subscribe to that or find me on my website, whatever's easier for you. Now get out there and go grow a better business with this advice from today's Real Pros. Thank you for listening.